Welcome to Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trendsetters, tastemakers, and industry experts about everything from emerging trends to marketing strategies to regulatory pressures. While snacking was on the rise long before the coronavirus outbreak, new research from Mondelez International shows that the pandemic has turbocharged the trend, spurring more people to snack more often but for entirely different reasons than they did before the threat of COVID-19 upended their lives. According to Mondelez's second annual State of Snacking report released last week, 46% of the more than 6,200 adults surveyed in late September by the Harris Poll for the CPG giant report they are snacking more during the pandemic than before. Of these, the report found most people are doing so as an antidote for loneliness, and to connect with others during a year rife with isolation and uncertainty, rather than as a way to sustain their energy while on the go, as they did before the pandemic. In addition to changing why consumers reach for snacks, the report found the pandemic also changed what they're reaching for, as well as how they discover and purchase them, prompting food and beverage brands to rethink their go-to-market strategy and how best to win a share of the $1.2 trillion total snack industry. In this episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast, Mondelez International's Chief Strategy and Transformation Officer, Minsak Pak, breaks down the report's findings and significance for industry. He also shares how Mondelez is adapting its distribution, marketing, and consumer outreach accordingly so that it can continue to fulfill a mission to lead the future of snacking with the right snack for the right moment made the right way. So while snacking has often filled the role of a treat or reward, Minsak explains that since the pandemic was declared, its impact on consumers' emotional well-being has risen to new highs, with more than half of survey respondents viewing snacking as a lifeline, and two-thirds reporting snack time as one of the few moments of peace in their day. COVID and the, and the pandemic had a huge impact on how consumers were, were snacking, uh, and basically everything from what, when, where, how on the snacking side. And, uh, and what's, what's been interesting is to see um, uh, it has changed during the pandemic, but um, the expectation that it will, it will have lasting impact. Um, so, for example, just in terms of the role that snacking has played during the pandemic, um, you know how it's bringing comfort to uh, to people that it's just it's not uh, it, that snacking is more than just food, and that they see it as a, an important source of comfort and connection and building community, uh, especially during the pandemic. And um, if we look at the survey results, uh, you know, comfort is the number one driver of snacking, with more than half of the uh, half of the survey respondents. Um, you know, buying nostalgic, for example, nostalgic brands from childhood, things that bring good memories, bring them comfort. Um, you know, the vast majority of, uh, of respondents saying that snacking has been a lifeline uh, for them during during the pandemic. They're seeing how they can, uh, how the snacking occasion has brought connection uh, with um, you know, three out of four, I believe, global adults um, you know, uh, seeing uh, how they can make connections by snacking together with people or using snacks as gifts, just making that that human connection during the during the pandemic, and which has been quite important for them. So, Mondelez's state of snacking report also found more than half of consumers surveyed 
bought nostalgic snack brands from childhood to help recreate good memories during the pandemic, which Minsock notes created an opportunity for Mondelez to introduce many of its iconic brands to a new generation of consumers. Consumers turning to brands that they know, brands that they trust, uh, brands from you know, nostalgic brands uh, from their childhood, and bring back the good memories. And if you look at some of our global brands like Oreo, Ritz, uh, as well as our local brands that are iconic in their markets, um, like Lou Biscuits in Europe, I mean, things like this um, really provide an opportunity, uh, clearly for Mondelez giving a portfolio of, uh, of the global iconic brands that as people are looking to comfort, right, they, they go back to these brands. And, and uh, in some cases, they're rediscovering these brands. Uh, but in, and in, a, in many cases, they're sharing these brands with their families and, uh, in, and introducing them to, you know, to their children. So this has been a great opportunity for, for us because of the portfolio of the brands. Uh, you know, using Oreo as an example, that um, you know, during this during this time, it is about sharing. It is about being together, enjoying you know, Oreo together, and creating moments. And there's so much of that that we see happening. Um, you know, with, and, and it's happening in uh, in homes with uh, with immediate family members, as well as uh, you know, in, in a in a fun way, it's happening virtually. Right? Uh, you know, people picking up on the Oreo challenge. Uh, of uh, you know putting an Oreo on your forehead and trying to get it into your mouth without using hands and and, and videos popping up on social media and using that you know as a as a way to stay connected with uh, with friends and family remote. So I think you know coming together around some of our our products and brands um, in a way that that, that brings uh, family together, friends together, uh, and creates those moments. Uh, I think that was quite important during the pandemic. To help consumers further create positive moments through snacking, as well as seize the opportunity around gifting snacks, which one-third of survey respondents reported doing during the pandemic, Minsock says Mondelez has created unique opportunities for customizing classic snacks, including Sour Patch Kids and Oreos. We saw in the, uh, in the survey that uh, consumers, you know, uh, for them, the, the snacking, the why again of snacking was was about comfort and the connection. Uh, and I believe it was around 30% or so um, consumers, you know, said that they use snacking as gifts as a way to uh, to connect with with others. And uh, you know, that's that was during the pandemic. And as we go into the holidays, um, with uh, with sites like SPK and Oreo and Cadbury in the UK. Where we are providing this, um, uh, you know, this, this this opportunity, this value proposition that hadn't existed before, uh, and I think this is something quite new and unique. And uh, you know, you, you can go to many different sites and just buy your regular package of Oreos or or, or Sour Patch Kids candies, but to be able to to customize, to be able to uh, put together special gift packs, et cetera, that's quite unique and. And I expect that um, uh, the consumers will find that uh, quite compelling. While more consumers may be reaching for snacks as a source of comfort during the pandemic, 54% of consumers also rely on them for nourishment. As such, the report revealed immunity-boosting snacks are particularly top of mind for 56% of consumers. Minsock adds that many consumers continue to look for cleaner label and better-for-you versions of beloved classics, which Mondelez has worked hard in recent years to provide. 
So as we think about how consumers are um, focused on on their health and wellness, not just during this pandemic, of course, but uh, more broadly as it relates to snacking, um, I think that uh, mindful snacking and health and wellness all go together. And um, and but the way that it it shows up in the products and in the portfolio and how we communicate with consumers has uh, it is multifaceted. Right? Everything from um, portion control, as an example, consumers now that they're snacking more uh, during the day, being mindful of uh, of the portions and how much they're consuming. Uh, of course, they're uh, also looking at um, uh, at ingredients and uh, and the cleanliness of products and. You know, and that leads to the investments that, that we've made um, as well in everything, everything from organic versions of, uh, of products, um, uh, you know, uh, looking at um, um, uh, the, the health, health, you know, the, the health and wellness um, versions of, uh, you know, of, of some of our, uh, our, our brands as well. Um, and then you get to uh, things like look at, you know, when you're when you're focused on comfort and you're looking for peace and peace and respite during this, right? Um, a little bit of indulgence here and there is is okay, and so a bite of that chocolate um, is is fine, and um, and, it's, and it's part of the overall uh, approach to uh, to mindful snacking and encouraging people to take the time to share to. Uh, enjoy that moment. I think those are all part of, uh, you know, bringing our, our brands to life. Part of being more mindful about snacking is knowing when to use the eating occasion as a time to reconnect with others or with yourself. According to Mondelez's research, nearly two-thirds of respondents use snacking as a way to find a few much-needed moments to themselves. During these moments, 57% of snackers report being more focused on their treat of choice, and 66 report paying closer attention to and having more control over portion because they're snacking at home more often. In addition to consuming more snacks at home, shoppers also are discovering and buying more snacks from home, a trend that Minsock notes mirrors the larger overall trend to shift of online grocery shopping, one that he says Mondelez was ready for. We've been investing in e-commerce and digital for... uh uh, you know, for quite a bit now, and even coming into the pandemic earlier this year, um, you know, we had, had quite strong momentum in e-commerce. Uh, we grew our e-commerce business last year by more than 30%, and you know, we've been investing in our capabilities um, on the technology side uh, as well as uh, our um, our capabilities to partner with retailers and pure play e-com platforms, uh, et cetera. And you know, during the, the, the pandemic, you know, consumers, as, as, um, uh, as you know, they, they started to move online for their shopping needs, um, grocery penetration online uh, increased dramatically in a matter of months, what, what a lot of uh, folks in the industry and retailers were predicting that it would take two or three years, right? So, it went from roughly in the neighborhood of about 3% um, penetration to uh, over 6 7%, um, what we witnessed uh, just in the, uh, in the second and third quarter. And based on the survey, um, you know, consumers, around 20% of the consumers said that they, um, they shop for snacks online before COVID. During COVID, um, that went up uh, to close to 40%. 
and 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 that level is uh, is you know is staying up there near 30% or so after um, COVID or the expectation, right? So vast majority of consumers shifted their their purchasing behavior. What that's meant for us, of course, is uh, it's um, it gave us the opportunity to accelerate the investments that we were already making in e-com and in digital, in the way that we work with retailers, um, and uh, as well as the the mix of marketing spend. Uh, we've shifted quite a bit of our marketing spend to to digital, and in fact, um, we're uh, over 50% now of our working media spend is in digital platforms. So it really uh, gave us the, the runway to accelerate the investments that we were making in, uh, in e-com supply chain capabilities, in, uh, in digital marketing, in uh, the different uh, investments in platforms um, uh, across the, uh, the e-com, um, uh, you know, the, the entire breadth of e-commerce channels. Right? When Minsock said the entire breadth of e-commerce channels, he isn't talking just about traditional retailers' online stores or pure play online retailers like Amazon. Rather, he's including purchases through social media, which according to Mondelez's research was where three in 10 respondents discovered new snacks to try. I think um, people are discovering um, uh, you know, new brands um, uh, on social media. And what we're seeing is that, um, you know, for, um, for our existing brands, um, you know, that um, uh, we want to make sure that um, we are present on some of the larger e-com platforms and with, uh, with the partnerships with, with the retailers and, uh, and make sure that, uh, you know, we've got the investments in, um, in search, we've got the investments in um, uh, the quality content, um, et cetera. Um, but, you know, clearly, in, in, uh, as the survey indicated, that um, around a third of consumers, or close to 30%, are also discovering things on social platforms. And I think that's where, um, uh, you know, things like, as I was mentioning earlier, the, the Oreo challenge, right, things like that uh, do go viral and they get picked up. And, um, and it brings, uh, you know, folks onto the platform. Um, also, the investments that we've been making in some of the direct-to-consumer um, channels. Um, our recent um, uh, launch, or earlier this year, the launch of Sour Patch Kids direct-to-consumer um, uh, site, which provides personalization capabilities, and our um, uh, refresh of the Oreo.com site as well, uh, which also provides gifting and personalization capabilities. I think all these things uh, you know, do pique consumer interest and it gives them an opportunity to discover the brands um, and, you know, for the first time in some cases and, and for a lot of folks you know, to rediscover and re-engage with the brand. Ultimately, Minsock says that Mondelez's State of Snacking report underscores two main action items for all CPG food and beverage players. The first is acknowledging that snacking not only has increased during the pandemic, but is here to stay. The second is recognizing that to meet this demand and remain relevant to consumers, brands need to meet them where they are, emotionally, nutritionally, and in terms of channel. For those who are interested in learning more about the current state of snack and how to best engage with the consumer during the pandemic and beyond, Mondelez's full state of snacking report is available online at www.stateofsnacking.com, and it provides much more detail about consumers' attitudes and needs about the eating occasion. With that, we've come to the end of another episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast. 
I hope you'll join me again next week for another installment. And to ensure that you do, I encourage you to subscribe to us. Until next time, this is Elizabeth Crawford wishing you a productive, profitable, and safe week. Thank you.